Glory to God, brothers and sisters. <laughs> if you guys like just a calm little time of soaking music, that was some tremendous prophetic praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's fun. The spirit of Babylon is cursed into the lake of fire by the sons of God. And everything Satan's got is going down, down, and all around into the lake of fire. Isn't it fun? The spirit of Elijah reigns today and forevermore. I look forward to Christians being able to enjoy their youthful Christianity. We never could, could we? No, 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 no. We've dealt with tremendous spiritual warfare every day for 20 years continuous attacks, continuous abuse, continuous temptations of the evil one in the worst, most deceiving ways. None of us could enjoy our, our days of small beginnings. We really couldn't because of so much warfare and great tribulation and so much persecution, misunderstanding, temptation, so much Jezebel on everyone's brains, so much religion, so much rebellion everywhere. Babylon the Great's the worst, but in the future as the spirit of Babylon's washed away and the spirit of grace drowns everyone, every Christian will begin to enjoy their Christianity. You know? It's not supposed to be like this where you're sick and poor and beat up and attacked and it's like all this horrible stuff always happening to God's holiest people. You know, I mean, Paul, you read about him in the book of Acts. It's like, did anything good ever happen to him? just the springs and rivers that he was eventually murdered for. You know, you read about Jesus Christ in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Did anything good ever happen to the Lord Jesus? He said, if they treat me this way and I'm the master, they're also going to treat my students likewise. You know, Matthew chapter 5. Wow. But there comes a point in history, and this right now, at the climax of the ages and the maturation of the times and the great tribulation, is that time when spiritual warfare ceases for the overcomers. We're going to be sealed above the realm of all spiritual warfare. And it's not just, you know, Elijah and Moses on the top of the mountain and all of the little baby Christians that have no revelation down there below in the snake pit dying. Dying from sickness, dying from disease, dying from confusion, dying from mental illness, dying from slavery, dying from the spirit of Babylon. That ain't how it's going down. Every single person that calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved, healed, delivered, raised from the dead, and be sealed above the curse of the fall before all the goats are whacked into the lake of fire. You know, like the Gambino crime family whacked into the lake of fire. What a distraction that is. <laughs> You guys follow current events? You know? It's always kind of fun to look at what your shadow is doing in the world, you know? It is your shadow. You're the lords of the universe. You're born again, the lords and priests of the Melchizedek Order. That's day one, saved. To the kings and priests of Jesus Christ, Revelation chapter 1, it is written. What? Kings of Jesus Christ? Oh, I thought he was the only king and I'm just a little sinner down here working in the mud. That's the problem. You thought that, but it's not true. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free, and you'll get your birthright back. The inheritor's right, it's called in Scripture, 
of who you are in Christ, a son and daughter of God the King with royal power. He's given you royal power. You know what the royal power is? The Holy Spirit without measure. But if you just treat the Holy Spirit as some common thing, and it's like, well, you know, i got to work in Babylon. Everyone's a worker. I can't just, you know, let this white cloud take care of me, the cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night, you know. You know, we got to blend in with the world and be worldly because the spirit of this age is so powerful that we're just going to be deceived and bewitched all the time. And I'm not talking about not quitting your 9 to 5. I mean, everyone in heaven works, okay? So don't misunderstand me because of your lack of wisdom. There's not a single angel that's unemployed in the kingdom of heaven. There's not a single man or woman in the cloud of witnesses that's not doing fun stuff with the king and commissioned as a job, okay? There's a 0% unemployment rate in the kingdom of heaven. And you have those promises of your eternal works inside your belly when you're preloaded at spiritual rebirth. Problem is, if you live out of your soul and not out of your spirit, you'll never know what your destiny is. So Satan deceives everyone to think they're slaves and doing some counterfeit version of what they were called to do in their spirit. And they never develop their spirit to a place where it takes over their carnal mind so that the world still lords over them. Don't you know that's exactly what's wrong with the world? Have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? To many people I have. But you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. All we want to do is for you to have heaven on earth. That's the only reason we do this ministry, to set all Christians free from the spirit of Babylon and from the spirit of Satan and from the spirit of Jezebel. So you don't live in a soulish counterfeit of spiritual realities, not knowing what the new covenant is out of your belly flowing rivers of living waters. You know, birthing the promises. Everything the Father has for you in life on earth was put in your spirit the day you're born again. And if your soul is in agreement with Satan, you'll never believe it, and you'll never birth it, and you'll live in fear to the enemy and in bondage to devils your whole life and instead of manifesting rivers you'll manifest devils how many you know how many y'all know that's the two trees in the garden and if you're a, a person that's a goat or a calf that's manifesting devils today you can have the goat and calf of your soul slaughtered by his soul called the mind of Christ and you can be devil free what is devil free soulish free it's not about me, 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 living out of soul. It's about he, 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 living out of spirit. You know? And all you got to do is kill the goat. That's the only prescription. It's so simple, but it just costs you yourself. And if you don't like anything about yourself, that's what I had going for me at age 18, and I liked everything about him, then it was easy. This thing's... You've seen what we've gone through in spiritual warfare and persecution, misunderstanding from even our own Christian brothers, brothers and sisters around the world. Honestly, though, compared to what I was in before I was 18, this has been easy. This has been light. Living in hell and death and sorrow and sadness and no hope and total destruction of your soul under the fallen angels, that was hard. After I was born again, it don't matter what you have to go through in the valley of the shadow of death and all the crap of, that comes with spiritual growth and living in a fallen world. Huh, easy and light, honestly. I'd do it a trillion times over again because it's the way of the Lord. Every single person born again that's walked with Jesus after salvation has gone through it. You know? It hasn't been easy for anyone. Hallelujah. At least externally. Internally, we found peace. We found Christ. 
So internally it's been easy. Internally we've had peace that passes understanding because Christ lives in us. Externally, the spirit of the world filling sinners makes it really hard for us. Hallelujah. But the spirit of this world is being washed away and the time to rule and reign has come. <laughs> this is the time where the holy people inherit the kingdom. Great tribulation is clearly won in the book of Revelation by God's people who overcome the world. How many times does it say, Blessed are the overcomers? Seven times. To the overcomers of the seven churches, which are all the body of Christ worldwide. It's not just those little churches in Greece. <laughs> it symbolizes the global community of Israel or the body of Christ. Hallelujah. It's true. The Christians are spiritual Israel. Amen. And this is the tribe of Judah, and this is the family of King David. It is. Powerful stuff. What do you have faith for? Well, you'll find out when you start birthing it out of your belly and get over your envy and strife. Problem is, is when you start knowing who you are in Christ, others around you that don't know who they are in Christ will start attacking you. They'll say, you need to be humble. You know, they're not asking you to be humble because you actually woke up. They're asking you to come back into the witchcraft and practice false humility. They're, they're asking you to come serve the fallen angels with them in their fake Christianity in their soul realm. You know? Because when you start to awaken, you're removing the dead from the cities of the earth. And Satan wants you to go back to sleep. But no, no, this is great awakening. Arise, O sleeper, awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine in you. As the morning star rises in your heart, Peter says in Scripture, by the prophetic word, feeding your spirit so that you can crucify your soul. Romans 12:2, being constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, which produces metamorphosis, the caterpillar of a dead creature becoming a butterfly of a ever-living creature. God breathed into Adam's nostrils and he became a living soul or a living being. Don't you think if we were in a perfect covenant, we're restored to being ever-living beings, ever-living souls? Who has bewitched you? We know who has bewitched you. We tell you every day. We expose all the works of the devil. We expose all what's available in the new covenant. And most people hate it. Because it's like so much easier just to live in darkness with the snakes on them, and don't wake me up, don't wake me up, you know. Let me sleep, let me sleep. I don't want my soul to actually know God face to face. It's scary. The glory is not scary. The glory is bliss. Once you get over all of your little religious fears of punishment, which is for the snakes only and not you, yeah, your snakes will leave you, you know. And so you're so interwoven in your heart in your mind with the serpents of the realm of the kingdom of hell, which is all the religious spirits in the world. The Bible teaches in Revelation chapter 9 there's 200 million religious demons. So they're so interwoven with your heart and mind that you're scared of his judgment seat. You're scared of his glory. You're scared of God. Only the devils are scared of God. The children need to boldly approach the throne of favor. You have favor with God. Jesus died for you. He loves you. Rise in His presence. Rise in His glory. Know how much He loves you. Get over yourself and get the devils out of you. Rise from the dead. Every Christian is raised from the dead when they're born again. Now, if you've 
not been born again, just ask Jesus into your heart, and Jesus raises every real Christian when they're born of his spirit and born of his water, John chapter 3, above the realm of the snakes, which are religious spirits of the realm of the dead, called Hades. Is Hades on earth? Yes, two trees in the garden. We have the king of wickedness and the king of righteousness. You have heaven on earth and you have hell on earth. Now, hell always pretends to be heaven. How do you know? Because the Bible tells you that Satan comes as an angel of light to deceive. What is the angel of light? It's the false Jesus of the fallen angels that are in the world. But 1 John 4, 4 says that greater is he who's in you. That's how you know. They'll come in an old covenant style, serve in the temple, and you'll never wake up to becoming the temple of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 of the Holy Spirit. Wow. So 99.99% of all Christians in the world serve the fallen angels out of ignorance, but we're going to wake them up and burn off their grave clothes. It's called the great awakening of the end times. Amen? Starting with Penny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been woke for almost 20 years. I was hatched, actually, when I was born again. I was born in Zion when I was 18 years old. I've been living in the high glory realm for 20 years, just learning all my father's ways, learning the word, spending tens of thousands of hours in the Bible to be able to bring this message to you today over 50,000 hours in the scriptures to be able to bring this Joel's bar to you today. It's extremely cost you. It, the sons of God have paid the price hundreds of thousands of times with everything in their heart, soul, mind, and strength for years and years and years to be the manifesting sons of God. You know, and they're treated as common by all these people in the world. But you have no idea the cost and the price that we've already paid to be able to bring this message this is the message of global deliverance from the kingdom of hell. It is. These are the mysteries of all the universe of heaven and hell, the two trees in the garden, so that, like it's written in Matthew, Jesus, the good shepherd, can separate the sheep from the goats. And I'm telling you, there's ample time. And you're like, oh, I'm a goat still. I'm a goat. There's a, yeah, it's the spirit of condemnation on you. Yes, you are serving the goat because your soul's not crucified with Christ, but there's forgiveness. We haven't even had the great harvest yet. So if you're feeling condemned by any demon, it's because you're bewitched and deceived of Satan right now, and Satan's scared to let you go from the kingdom of hell for your soul to be hatched to enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, there's going to be roaring, seven blazing torches, spirit of grace revival for years, giving everything that has breath in the garden hundreds of more chances to come into the glory realm, to come into the kingdom of heaven realm, before there's actually a sealed judgment between sheep and goats. Okay, So don't be scared. There is, there is. There's a couple years of great harvest. I wouldn't say there's ten years, but i say there's three years, maybe two. But tremendous amount of grace. You have not known the grace of the Lord Jesus, of how much He loves you. Otherwise, you'd never beat yourself up and condemn yourself and come into agreement with demons and misunderstand all the scriptures as a dead letter that kills instead of a love letter. You know, some people read the scriptures as a love letter, as fuel for their spirit, and they increase in love. That's how I've read the Bible for 20 years. I had no idea there was Christians that read the Bible and it actually condemned them. Because I was born again out of such tremendous darkness at age 18 that when I got into the Word, I'd never read it before. 
I didn't even know like how bad the bewitchment was in Pentecostal charismatic Christian circles that these people like are totally filled with the spirit of Babylon and it's like impossible for them and it's like they have a false gospel in, ingrained into their hearts and brains that is no gospel of God. It is not the gospel of the Lord Jesus. The gospel of the Lord Jesus comes in springs and rivers. The gospels of the fallen angels comes in works, do's and don'ts, rights and wrongs, condemnation, you're never good enough, you don't measure up, you need to perform, you right? Is that how the fallen angels have deceived you every day, Penny? Yeah, it's true. And uh, millions of people like Penny that are deceived of the fallen angels till this very moment in false gospels that has something to do with the performance of your soul instead of the blood sacrifice of the Lamb of God. And we want to save you. We want to set you free from Satan and his angels and all the false gospels in the world. Because the gospel of God is an ever-increasing presence burning in your heart from the throne of grace in you and the seven spirits of grace through you. And it washes your soul, and as it goes through your soul, it glorifies your world in the natural realm. And that's what's come upon the world. The manifesting sons that have so had intimacy and friendship with the Lord Jesus in their own spirit, in the garden of their heart, and in the mansion of their soul, that it's completely drowning and overflowing through intimacy with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit upon all the world, removing the spirit of the world. You know, the Bible says, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. We say it all the time because it's true, and you haven't woken up to it fully yet. But what happens when the greater one in you are absolutely one in his ability, in his throne room glory inside that body? Then you share that realm of glory, that realm of the white cloud of the Holy Spirit ability upon all of the fallen angels in the world, and they're all whacked, like the Gambino crime family whacked into the lake of fire. Truth. Amen. They're going to get a good whacking. A total annihilation. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. So there's tremendous justice for the human being that receives Christ and tremendous damnation and destruction upon the fallen angels that have tried to ensnare you in false gospels. See, that's the liberation that you're experiencing and that all the world will experience. Most Christians have been taught the gospels of fallen angels. Works, law, flesh, Sinai, black cloud. But now they're going to learn grace, spirit, Mount Zion, white cloud. Where's the white cloud? Revelation 14, 14. What is the white cloud? The Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit right now, right? Yeah, He's omnipresent. All you got to do is give Him your mind and you experience Him with an ever-increasing glory every day. And if you obey the Holy Spirit and not the Spirit of Babylon, He rises in your heart and you rise from the dead until you're seated on the white cloud by the total renewal, renewal of your mind of Revelation 14, 14. Every overcomer is seated on the white cloud. What is the white cloud? The white throne. The ability of the Holy Spirit, God's sevenfold Holy Spirit blazing torches through all flesh in the world. And it annihilates Jezebel, Satan, sickness, disease, poverty, religion, and all the power of the sun and the moon and the stars that fell from heaven. You know, the fallen angels you use creation's light to ensnare you into the dust of the earth. And they say, you'll never escape the dirt. 
There's no sacrifice for you. You blaspheme the Holy Spirit. You're, you're never going to wake up. You're too stupid. You know, you got tons of snakes in you, and the nature of the serpents in the garden is to lie to you. So if you ever just stop agreeing with the lies and start agreeing with the Spirit of Truth, they just get burnt out of you. You could be delivered from the snakes of the realm of the dead any moment you disagree with those snakes. Snakes are lies. There's millions of them, hundreds of millions of them, and they're only primarily attacking Christians because the world poses no threat to the kingdom of hell. Wow. The only threat to the kingdom of hell are those Christians that are actually pressing into the kingdom of heaven. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. Ask and you shall receive. You know, those that are constantly practicing righteousness and not compromising with the spirit of this age, but are pressing into the spirit of the coming age, which is the kingdom age. The Holy Spirit. God's seven blazing torches before His throne that do all the enforcement of the new covenant. We've tried to help the Holy Spirit in our soul realm. That's not necessary. It's actually witchcraft. So all of that's going to be burnt up and people feel like you're attacking them when you attack their soul, but you're actually just attacking the throne of Satan, the I am's of, of the devil, of Isaiah 14. It's true. That's what the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is, is eating from the throne of Satan and making it about your soul the tree of life is eating from the throne of grace and making it about Christ's soul. Haven't you ever heard of the mind of Christ? What is the mind? The soul of Jesus. Did you ask him into your heart? Well, the Lord Jesus is the Lord and he's present with you by his spirit. His soul is completely in your spirit and your mind gets renewed to believing it and then you see the glory. Amen? Everyone who believes will see the glory. That's the scripture. Problem is, is we're so bewitched by the spirit of this age that we don't see him, we don't know him, and we live a worldly life, and we've given up on Christ. Many Christians have had their love wax cold. I mean, I've been doing this thing a long time, broadcasting 11 years now. We started broadcasting July of 2008, right after the Florida outpouring, and the drunken glory. It's been amazing. I just was reminiscing over all the years we've been doing this, and it has been so fun. You could not have asked for a more adventurous, fulfilling, fun calling and destiny. I am so fulfilled in every area of my life, and I just want everyone to be so fulfilled in every area of their lives because they have the same opportunity to birth the same Son of God from their bellies. Haven't you read John 7:38? Out of your belly flows rivers in the King James Version? Don't you know the breastplate of righteousness covers your whole breastplate, your whole torso? What's in your belly? That's the roots of your heart. The breastplate of righteousness is the 12 gemstones of our high priest and apostle of glory, Jesus Christ. That's your heart, your breastplate. Wow. So we're learning about the armor of God because we've been taught by demons, and that's why we're so weak. So we're going to get really, really strong, and we're going to take back everything the devil has stolen from us. And even all of these attacks of Satan against your health, against your wealth, <laughs> against your relationships, and all the temptations to compromise in the world, it's all going to be burnt up. I'm telling you, a lot of you are the most mighty warriors in your cities and nations. It's true. That's how the Holy Spirit led you to Joel's Bar Drunken Glory broadcast. Because you were thirsty and you were hungry for strong meat for the mature. It's no coincidence. 
We've come together worldwide through the internet that God provided for us to have communication with each other, and it is totally supernatural. It's a miracle. You know, we couldn't have done this even five years ago. They didn't have Facebook Live. And this is God the Father bringing all the tribes together worldwide. We can't do this through television. We could only do this through internet. It's true to have communication with all the mightiest soldiers of the Holy Spirit throughout all the nations so we can come together and have unity of the faith and strengthen each other with Mount Zion, with grace and the white cloud. And all of us wear the gold crown. The gold crown that the Son of Man wears in Revelation 14, 14. To them who overcome, I will give them a crown. What is the crown? It's God the Father. It's having no other father on your head, on your brain, except God. If anything else is fathering you in this world, you're demonized. It's true. You shall have no father except God, and you are all brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ. Red letters. Scripture. Why? Because we are the sons of God. We're not the sons of men and women. You know? We're not the sons of flesh. We've been born of the Spirit. We're the sons and daughters of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. And His ability is rising in our hearts and our minds are getting renewed to the place where we can rule and reign with Him so that all the fallen angels are dismissed in Babylon the Great and we can finally have the earth in peace. Amen. Peace. You know what the name Jerusalem means? City of Peace. But how much warfare have we gone through in all these thousands of years? There is peace coming for the people of Jerusalem. Even Jerusalem below, married to Jerusalem above. When Jesus died at Jerusalem below, all the world was married to Jerusalem above. Now there's bad wives and there's bad husbands. I mean, I've been a bad husband to, to my God to my covenant marriage many times. And he's just forgiven me. It's like you live and you learn. Righteous men fall seven times again. You just brush it off, keep going forward. I just, you just stop sinning, you know? Because we love him. And we want our marriage covenant to get stronger, more glorious, more beautiful, more fruitful, more holy, more powerful. And our bond is strengthened in our hearts with God in the blood covenant. And it has. It's been an ever-increasing strengthening for decades and even millennia of Christians. And we have fallen in love with our King and we are the bride of Christ. And we're going to dismiss every other false lover off of our hearts and serve Him exclusively. First love bliss and live in honeymoon bliss. It's not possible. It's probable. It's the only thing possible. God has married your heart and He's a jealous lover. He wants to put His love like a seal on your heart. And what does the Bible say the seal does? Removes the angel of death, Abaddon in Hebrew, Apollyon in Greek, so that there be no religion in your heart, no death in your heart, just love. Amen? Agape love is the only substance the Bible teaches that removes the last curse to be swallowed up, which is death. And until the people came together to love their enemies and even love all the Christians and love all the tribes and all the clans and all the families of everyone different that claims salvation and claims Jesus and Christianity in the whole world. And trust me, you know, we're hard on other tribes because prophets are that way to make them more spiritual. I mean, you read a prophet in the Bible that wasn't hard on others? It's, that's the love of God. Purposely sandpaper irritation to all your complacency so you can be more married to God and less worldly. 
That's the jealousy of the spirit of prophecy to have you all to himself so that you're perfectly married. Perfect first love. And you have to give all your heart to him. You cannot have one fox in your heart. Why would you want one? Why would you be compromised with inheritance in the world? What fear are you clinging to in your heart that you won't give up to Jesus, that you don't trust Jesus to take care of you? Jesus is the best. All the plans He has for you are good, perfect, excellent, the most fulfilling things in this world. Don't do anything in your soul realm in covenant with the fallen angels. They'll lead you into pits. They'll lead you into drug addiction, alcohol addiction, pornography addiction, lust addiction, money addiction, all the temptations of this world. The worst is religious addiction of the works of the flesh. Strange fire. Oh, the worst devil of them all. Strange fire. Just be married to Jesus and let him set you free from everything that's in the world today. Amen? Trust Him with your whole heart and birth His plans and promises that He's already placed in your spirit. And they'll come forth through your renewed mind and that living water and that fountain of day spring on high will rain through all flesh in your region and make a way in the wilderness where there appears to be no way, it is written. He makes a way where there appears to be no way. It springs up now. You've never seen it before. I do a new thing. Your mind can't imagine the dunamis power that works in you. Your soul cannot see your own heart. Only the soul of Jesus can see the heart. Amen? And who has paid the price to have seven eyes and seven horns, fully crucified to self, to live to Jesus Christ and His ability? The sons of God have. Amen? And we tell you the truth every day, and you see the resistance we get. People are not willing to sacrifice themselves to trust this invisible God. But He loves you. He's got a plan for you. He wants you to birth the promises He's already placed in you. And you do that by just receiving His love. And it just comes forth out of your belly springs and rivers of a perfect plan God has for you in this earth dimension that is so far superior to anything you could do in your natural ability. You will live in the awe of God. Every day, 20 years, I'm blown away in my mind by what God's done in my spirit. That's normal Christianity. That's normal birthing springs and rivers out of your belly. The Son of God in power. Oh, there's tremendous attack from people that don't believe. You know, mostly Christians attacking Christians that believe. Unbelieving believers attacking, attacking believers that believe. You know what I'm saying? You see that by the thousands every day. It's like, how dare you? You need to be a little worldly. Take some counseling and psychology. You know, you need to be a good steward. And it's actually like just patting in the back of unbelief. Patting the back of compromising with the spirit of Babylon. Don't be all Holy Spirit. Hey, have a little mixture so that it leavens the lump and you're utterly powerless. Castrated. Powerless. That's what happens when you have mixture with the spirit of Babylon. You can never know his power. And so that you live just compromised with worldliness inside your own body, even after you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. So the prophetic voice in the wilderness is, have no compromise. Nothing in you except the Holy Spirit so you can know His power and you can become very confident in the white cloud's ability. The mind of Christ is the mind of the white cloud. And as you ascend from glory to glory, the glory that you ascended from in a lower realm is your dominion, your kingdom of God. And it's protected by angels. That's your inheritance. That's what you pastor over. 
That's what you shepherd over, and you can keep rising as you grow in love, in agape, and your realm and your dome of influence over the nations becomes a tree of life, and the leaves of your trees of life are the healing of all nations. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come into partnership with Red Letter Ministries, redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.